0: Check, check. Hey, episode two. This is Zach, and this is also Zach. I want to hear an audio check so we don't hear this up again.
1: <laughs> Round two, episode two.
0: There it is. All right. Second time's a charm. Cool. All right, so we are streaming this live on twitch.tv slash z squared live right now uh this is our second podcast episode um if you're watching this on youtube uh thanks thanks for coming back um you can also watch us on twitch if you wanted to watch this live um if you're watching this on twitch you can follow us on youtube um check out those videos we've got reviews impressions discussion as well as our as well as all of our all of our one other podcast episodes (laughs) <laughs> and if you're listening on, on, on any podcast channel right now, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel or our Twitch stream, go ahead and check those out. We are Z Squared Live on Twitch. We are Z Squared on YouTube. And uh, yeah, so we're doing our second episode. Last week, we discussed a Guardians of the Galaxy review, a few other things, some upcoming titles, some things we were wanting to work on but now we're back for our second week and our theme this week is sequels so we're following in the trend of our second episode It's, it's our first sequel so to say so to speak so we uh got a little bit of housekeeping uh finishing up our guardians of the galaxy review tonight hopefully it's up tonight or in the next few days um that was the last thing we talked about so but that was about a week ago we're aiming to do one episode a week hopefully one video a week as well outside of podcasts and trying to stream in between but these last couple weeks have been very hit or miss mostly misses but for anyone that's watched us so far thanks for coming back thanks for listening um but yeah zach what you been up to man
1: Drink. Well, uh, not much. Uh, life's kind of busy right now. We're in the home stretch here of before this baby comes, so that brings with its own to do list and, and things I got to get done with a pretty firm deadline. So, between that and yeah, you know, my fucking neighbors are a bunch of overachieving pricks who've all got all their Christmas decorations out and lights up already. So, what? I had to do that shit this
0: weekend? Yeah, no, that's a be had st- them out,
1: they, one guy had one had him out before Halloween. That like should a be
0: before. a city or statewide mandate. No Christmas decorations. It should be a
1: global mandate. Until Universal.
0: until at least the day after like at the very earliest day after Thanksgiving. Any any sooner than that, unacceptable. Just just creeps we're waiting. up
1: earlier and earlier every year. We're we're probably gonna get the fucking to the point where people just have them up year round, even like with the HOA and everything, which used to be trashy, but apparently, you know, this is it's the this is this is the Earth we're gonna live on. So, mm.
0: well, I'm sorry to hear about that, man. So far, everyone, there's I took down. We had those cobwebs, like like the Halloween cobwebs on our house, mm-hmm. and I took I took those down. Uh, a couple of days ago, and I think I was one of the last few houses that still had it. Our neighborhood's pretty good. We we're, we're, we got a lot of older people around, so they're very <laughs> um I don't know the right word for it, but very routine. Like everything is like I feel like I'm behind the ball. I mean, and when I say older, I don't mean like people in their fifties. I mean like retired. There's a lot of like old old people in my neighborhood, so I'm just trying to hang out, hang and keep up with them, which is funny, but. Well, cool, man. Uh, yeah. So last week we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Since then, um, I know we've. I don't know if you had finished it since we uh, discussed it. Our. I, I know you have. Where yeah, you're at? Yeah, I finished
1: it last Monday on the f- Okay. On the first.
0: So since we did our impressions, we've both finished it. I've gotten the platinum trophy and uh i don't know are you gonna play anymore i mean i got the plat and then i mean i do the same thing with any game like as soon as i get ding the plat i turn the game off and pretty much uninstall it
1: (laughs) yeah this is definitely one i not to spoil the review i I probably wouldn't play again after i platinum it and i actually never really intended on platinuming it Uh, not that the game is bad obviously you can listen to our impressions last time but um I'm at like 87% or something ridiculous, maybe like 82% just on my first playthrough. So I only have like four or five trophies to get. And if I don't, it'll just piss me off. So I'll get them here at some point. I haven't even gone back to it since I finished it a week ago. Yeah, Um, that's kind of where
0: I fell in because I, I, again, I was at that like 84, 85%. And I told myself, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to start a new game to, to get these plats and then there was, I was sitting around on the couch and I was like, you know what? It's only a few trophies. And I only had to replay the first, like, like half of the game or so, and, oh, okay. which didn't, which didn't take long. Cause you know, I'm just skipping all the cutscenes. you know, just not giving a crap about anything. Right. And just
1: knowing exactly beat. where you need to go. Not really exploring. Just grabbing. Yeah. Hand.
0: So it didn't take too much longer. And I, I, I hit that plat a few days ago and, but yeah, ever since then though, i uh man i've been on the marvel itch like like bad like horribly bad i think i sent you a big long text about how i was going to try out marvel's avengers after listening to the kind of funny podcast and how they were kind of talking about that game as well as giving their guardians review. so i i bit i bit the bullet on it it was on sale i said you know what why not and uh just just to scratch that itch and uh That's what I've been playing a lot, man. It's actually, I am surprised that I'm liking it. I, I, I probably shouldn't like it as much as I do. Uh, I think it's just the fanboy in me. It's uh, if guardians of the galaxy is a shooter with some, with some melee, this is a melee game with some shooting. Um, But it's fun. It's cool. I mean, the voice uh, it's, it's just fun. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna get too invested in. I actually don't think I'm gonna be getting invested in the end game whatsoever at all. But just to kind of scratch that Marvel, you know how like you get the itch for like Star Wars or something. You're like, oh, I want to pick up and play Battlefield or Battle Battlefield Battlefront, oh, dude for sure. And it's just that you just want to be in that place with those characters, and that's that's really all it is. But I'm having a good time with it. Um, I, dude, I, what are
1: you doing? We should be playing Ultimate Alliance instead. Yeah, we should. I
0: i'd be down i'm actually looking at some
1: gameplay of it right now this looks fun as fuck like we should definitely do this especially as nintendo starts improving its online infrastructure like they've said
0: yeah it's uh it's like a diablo-esque kind of top-down you know brawler which is cool i'm down that'd be fun we should do that but uh yeah what have you been what have you been playing since since you finished guardians
1: so my stream game is still going to be Batman Arkham Origins. Um, so I'll keep playing that on stream. But I picked up Dishonored 2. Um, mm. I listened to... I didn't, I didn't pick it up in terms of purchasing it. I bought it, actually, when it came out. And it was fucking broken on PC. So I <laughs> uninstalled it and didn't touch it until last week. Um, but I was listening to the Deathloop spoiler cast on Sacred Symbols Plus And... They were talking up Prey and Dishonored 2 so much, and I was like, you know what? Now would be a good time to go back.
0: Hey, Dishonored 2 was fantastic.
1: Well, and I, I've heard nothing but good things, but like it did not run. Like when I like when I try to play it, and that like pissed me off, and like kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. And I've been playing it. I've put like seven hours in, um, eight hour, eight and a half hours in over the last couple okay. of days. Um, well, I guess technically Thursday, Friday, and then today because I didn't play all weekend. Um, and yeah, man, I'm loving it. Um, I can I can pretty much definitively say as much as I enjoy Deathloop, this game is better than Deathloop, just as I thought. Um, there's more powers than I thought that are ripped directly from Dishonored. I think all of them almost are. Um, I have to play the game again as the other character in Dishonored 2 once I finish it, which would be much faster. Mm-hmm. But I'm... Either four of the five or five of the five are all from, uh, dishonored, including like a lot of the, um, a lot of like the perks you can equip, and I just, I don't know. I need you to finish Death Loop. we'll talk. So about I that actually, later.
0: I actually restarted. Uh, you know, basically once I finished uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I. Booted up Deathloop. I think a couple nights later, I was at the house. So basically, my gaming agenda is entirely based on what room is available. <laughs> so like, when the kids are in bed and Candace is watching a show, I'm on my comp- I'm playing on PC in the bedroom. If right. the kid if the kids are napping and they're in the bedroom, then I'm limited to the couch if the kids are all up and we're just sitting around just, you know, they're watching cartoons or whatever, and it's just a lazy day, then I probably, I won't go in the bedroom and bury myself on the computer. And obviously I'm right. not going to take, I'm not going to take away, um, uh, you know, Mickey mouse clubhouse, but from the kids, uh, so I'll be, that's when I'll be sitting around on the switch or the three DS playing handheld stuff, uh, in the, in the other, in the living room somewhere. But, but yeah, so I started death loop again, but I started from scratch. I played, uh, I am. I want to say, I'm roughly where I was when I left off, but I'm doing okay. things a, a little differently. So I want to say, like, it feels like I'm further because I have more. Like I've infused. Well, I got because you I know the
1: entire learning curve of the game. Yeah, so, so I, probably I saved you a good ninety minutes or something.
0: Yeah, so skipping the learning curve and knowing what I needed to do and and like what the kind of loop was and what the point of the game was, like, I'm further. Than i was when i stopped playing but i think play time like as far as like progress through finish like beating the game i'm probably about the same like i've okay, i mean you do the obviously you do the loop and you're trying to like it's been I've, i haven't even i think i've completed two full days like the tutorial like the intro days where it teaches you everything
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then one full day you know collecting slabs from some of the visionaries and then making sure i'm getting enough uh residue or whatever it's called to uh residuum residuum residue uh yeah so i'm just making sure that every time i collect a slab that i can infuse it so that way i'm you know powering myself up and moving forward and uh just basically doing things right this time because i played Deathloop and it was in such a like cram of a week and then Kana came and then it just I, i just fell too far behind and then i it was i spent too long away from the game so coming back to it i was like man i just need a fresh start and i'm, I'm really glad i did because i played some more last night and i would like to play some more but i've i've just got to get this guardians review done because i've dragged it i probably could have had it done about four days ago but i've been so busy these last few days and anytime i get downtime, it just gets eaten up so but i'm hoping to have that review knocked out tonight Maybe, I mean, I work tomorrow, so I would have to do it on my laptop, which is extremely inefficient. Rough. So, oh God, it's a nightmare. Like doing anything takes so long, whereas I could just whip it together on my PC in a couple of hours, but, um, but yeah, so that's what I'm working on. Uh, besides
1: real I, quick, I got, before you move off a of death loop, um, no spoilers in any way, shape or form, but I heard some people who played the game who i think suck at the game in my opinion just based on their i won't name any names um they are from kind of funny um talk about how like they were frustrated by not having enough residuum at points to like keep the stuff that they've gotten and i in no way had any issues with residuum at any point like i
0: had so much i was just Mm
1: -hmm. like i I mean i infused everything like
0: I'm not I'm not overflowing with it like I have enough to keep the important stuff like I have enough to get my slabs um, and and typically whatever good weapon that I feel like is worth keeping I'll keep that and any trinket that's that I feel like oh I need to hold on to this but mm-hmm. I'm not I don't have enough residuum to keep everything which and I don't want to keep everything because there's so many there's a bunch of trinkets and weapons and they're like I'm never I don't even use this like the whole reason I brought this out of this day was so that I could dismantle it and take it for the residual
1: right yeah i think i think people aren't dismantling and i also think they aren't just like picking up residuum when they see it like i never hunted for it at all uh i typically killed juliana and then the whatever visionary was in that that particular time hmm. and then that's 20k I don't hunt right there yeah
0: i don't hunt for I, it but if i see so much as a glimmer. I will go out of my way for it. Cause it's only like a little bit and it, a little bit it, I, I see it often enough to where it adds up, you know? Cause I think right, most that's of the time how I felt it's like a tin can and it's like, here's 750. Right, I'm like, it sticks that out was easy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt too. So
1: I'm curious as you go through just something to keep an eye on. Cause when I heard that feedback, I was like, what the fuck? Like that it just like, didn't even register with me. I was like that. Like I felt like that shit was ample. Like, yeah, you die in the first like day on the tutorial. Like that's, part of the game's like scripted uh, like tutorial aspect of it so like yeah that one sucks and you lose whatever you have but like you quickly realize like that shit doesn't matter this isn't a a breath of the wild um weapon de- uh, degradation situation where Hey, this mechanic sucks. (laughs) Like, can we not do this in the sequel? So, uh, I'll just, we'll feel that out. Well, maybe we'll talk about that next week if you get more into Deathloop and and feel on it. But, uh, what are you, what are you playing on 3DS or is it mostly just been life keeping you busy and not much else?
0: No, it's, it's like I said, it's entirely based on what room I'm in and how busy and what I'm actually doing that, supposed to be doing that day. Uh, 3DS, I am playing, I'm still playing Super Castlevania. I am on stage six i don't i think i don't know where that is on the on the spectrum i'm not too worried about spoilers for this 30 something year old game so i'll just see how many levels there are well i haven't played it it's unlikely i will play it but stage six means nothing to me so how long to beat shows that it is a four like i said i play this game in like bite-sized spurts like we're before bed but uh Castlevania super castlevania 4 walkthrough how many there are 11 stages so i am just about halfway through it uh, it's fun i'm having a i like you know i like having that little side scrolling kind of it's not so it's castlevania but this is like pre-metroidvania genre so it's very much just like a side-scrolling adventure like you get it to start to finish there's no backtracking it's not open world you don't need to do it like you are just it's like Super Mario. You just you start the level and then you end the level and then you go to the next one. Um but there's power-ups and stuff that you get along the way that you use within the level. It's not like a And if you die you have to redo it. It's it almost like there's kind of like it's so weird referencing modern games about old games like I want to like part of me is like uh, it feels like Dark Souls. You die and you have to go reget all your stuff again. <laughs> and so uh but that's just how old games were and you know, it's now we have Dark Souls and we have that kind of old game influence on it. But yeah, so it's it's old in that aspect, but thankfully the 3DS has like a save state thing. So you can, I can go back to my save, like when I, cause if you turn the game off, you have to do, there isn't like, there's no saves. So if you turn the game off, it gives you like a password that you have to remember to right. enter in on the main menu to reload your old stuff. So I just reload it's it's kind yeah, of a um, megaman
1: x was like that i played that with a buddy of mine a couple of years ago on the snes classic i was like what the fuck is this
0: yeah it's if it, it feels like i'm cheating but I'm, it's weird but that's just how it's, it's supposed to be um otherwise you just have to start uh, otherwise you have to start over from the beginning of the game every time you pick it up and play for four hours which uh, i don't i don't have time to just I mean, fine I,
1: like once you've played it a few times and you're good at it but the first time that's kind of painful
0: yeah but no it's fun it's you know it's 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 fun to play it holds up well enough for a 2d old school retro game but uh so yeah 3ds i am playing super castlevania on pc i am pay- playing playing death loop and then on ps5 i am playing marvel's avengers so kind of a nice variety point. a good variety it's fun i like having that um variety spread i do have a i already have my next few games lined up for me though <laughs> that's funny uh, that's kind of I the mean, way
1: it works Things start stacking up
0: what are you playing after uh dishonored like
2: yeah do i don't you- know uh,
1: i might jump back into mass effect i know i've talked about ghost of Tsushima a few times uh there is one more thing i'm playing right now that i've been playing uh kind of Casually with my wife Mario party superstars. I know I said I'd have some impressions for everyone Short and sweet. This is the best Mario party that I've played. I haven't played all of them. I've played most of them Um, if you like Mario party this it's it's this is an excellent one. Um, i'm having a blast. She's having a blast um it's really cool to see, like, the N64, like, little screenshots that they show you of some of the maps that they, like, remastered and stuff and, like, how shitty it looks versus, mm-hmm. like, what it looks like now. But, yeah, if you're a Mario a fan, like, you probably already have it. If you don't buy it, like, it's definitely worth it. The online works great, like, great for Nintendo. Like, it's mind-blowing. Like, if you disconnect from the game, it saves after every turn. And if you're playing, like, online, um, it'll, like, plug in a CPU for you. Um, and then if you manage to reconnect, you can pick right back up, um, with the game. So, um, you know, something that's not that surprising in 2021, but very surprising for Nintendo. Um, but yeah, nothing but good things to say about that. Um, been loving it so far. And then as far as what I want to play next, I think Mass Effect, um, I'll go back to Mass Effect 2, continue my Platinum Trophy run of the trilogy. I think it's a good time between, amount of time between Mass Effect uh, 1 and picking this up, um, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't know if there's much else that I would, unless something yeah, else comes kind of, to mind. But
0: we're kind of in the like the fall off season where we're just kind of waiting on big. Because it was just you know October was just you know big title after big title. So it's kind right. of nice get it's nice to get a little breather. It's nice to kind of slow down and not have to be like oh shit like I got to beat this game because such and such is coming out in like two days. So uh yeah it it's is,
1: definitely nice i'm looking forward to it but we'll see uh I'll probably say 90 10 mass effect versus two versus something else nice. i think
0: man it's i great. i i caved I, I jumped on that sale it was on Steam. i was like 30 bucks i was like ooh, that's ten dollars each i can do it it's sold i feel like <laughs> I just, it's
1: worth it alone for the improvements they, ma- they made to mass effect one like the the loading and like the fixes to the menu and stuff are so much better that they just, it makes that game like much more enjoyable versus trying yeah. to play like the old version of it. But I've heard, I heard the Mass Ma- Effect,
0: I heard that Mako is like improved. Pretty yeah. It controls a lot better. That's good. And it doesn't get stuck as much. But, and uh, for PC, it has controller support because Mass Effect one on PC, zero controller support, unless you have, unless you mod it, which is fine if you want to mod it, but that's just one less thing you have to do. You can just, yeah, that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, Mass Effect's definitely not a game that you would want to be playing necessarily with a mouse and keyboard. (laughs) Oh, it's fine. It's great it controls great especially when you can have your like your hotkeys and stuff for the party abilities you don't have to open up that weapon wheel you're just whipping it out like you yeah playing. that's well, a good
1: point i was just thinking like the shooting isn't good wasn't good enough for it to be like that much better but oh yeah, yeah. shooting wise it's, it's,
0: it's not like a fine twitch shooter in the first place so it it's it, it's good enough you know but but yeah so what mass the? effect speaking of today yesterday and seven day for all the mass effect fans out there uh, and all the
1: mass erect fans out there. No kink shame on this podcast.
0: <laughs> most, most importantly, those those people. <laughs>
1: you know who you are. Uh, but uh, yeah they uh, dropped uh, there was like a sale or something I saw on Twitter on the Garrus body pillow so again Mass Effect fans (laughs) if you wanted that but at the end of the day
0: rejoice Mass Effect Mass Effect fans I I feel like
1: it was like 8 or 9 o'clock last night central time which not that late pacific but they dropped uh, a teaser image that says Mass Effect will continue which we knew they were making another Mass Effect game but this really seems to imply that they're going to continue kind of like the trilogy universe and I won't get it too deep into like the fan theories that I saw on Reddit and stuff of why, but I will say that looking at the image, like that is very clearly like a geth, whether it's Legion, whether it's another geth, like they're, they're very much teasing. Um, I mean, that's that it's a geth. Like it looks like that. It's, it's pretty distinct. They know what they're doing over there at Bioware in terms of this tease. And then if you zoom in, uh, there's four people or four beings, and the bottom left is 100% a Krogan. Um,
0: well, you can't have so, Mass effect without a Krogan. What's but that?
1: most people think it's Rex, just for whatever markings and whatever mm. it is. But uh, yeah, we'll see about it. Um, well, we do know that
0: think- Li- we do know that Liara is set to have some sort of role in it, even if it's just as like a narrator. Uh, Liara is, you know, she was in the first teaser. So it wouldn't, if she's there, then, uh, you know, there's no telling who else could be, but I think someone else, I I saw one comment cause I was trying to, I'm trying to avoid like I was telling you earlier, like I try to avoid a lot of theory crafting out of the fear that I read one that ends up being right. (laughs) Um, but one thing is like, if it's, if just because Liara is in it, it doesn't mean it's like they said that race, they can live up to like 900 years old. So it's like. And I don't know how old she was during the original She was young.
1: She was like a hundred.
0: Yeah. So it could be 700 years later and it could still be Liara, but you know, that's neither here nor there. That's, that's just really deep lore digging, but yeah, it's they're not wrong. I mean, I'm
1: excited. I think it's five years at a minimum, probably before we see this, which is depressing to think about how old we'll be at that point. But um, yeah, obviously love mass effect would love a new mass effect um but uh yeah cool for them to tease it Uh, i mean but again with them working on dragon age a lot how much rebooting has been done over there to make that a single player game again instead of a live service that game's like 2023 you got to think mass effect at 2025 would be optimistic um so probably probably later than that
0: uh, you know what you ought to play well you know what you still i mean mass effect 2 i mean i'm gonna go for the trilogy for sure.
1: i know you're gonna tell me andromeda i might play it next year
0: you i should. definitely it's... won't
1: get it to this year because i wouldn't be able to play 2 3 and andromeda back to back to back with the I don't amount of time that i've got
0: left in this year i don't know where you would want to play it on but i saw it on steam for seven dollars If you, (laughs) if it's on sale on 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 a, on a,
1: on a black Friday or a steam winter sale, it'll probably be like 99 cents as it should be.
0: (laughs) No, dude, uh, don't say that. It's good. It's better than that, but (laughs) seven dollars. I know (laughs)
1: it's got some positive things. And then a lot of the negative criticism were, were bugs, which were fixed within the first six months. I think, I don't even think, I think you waited longer than that to play it. So you probably had a pretty smooth experience. I had
0: a great experience. I really enjoyed Andromeda. Uh, yeah, obviously you can't, I mean, in. The original trilogy is so great; it's like uh Halo. You know, you can't follow. Like, how do you follow that? So it's, but for what it is, I really enjoyed it. It is arguably, actually, no, it's not even arguably. In my opinion, it has the best gameplay out of any Mass Effect game. Um, just because it's just more, it's more modern, and they've got it's more dynamic, it's more vertical. It's just everything feels better. Their powers are cooler. It just, it's just better. uh the the gameplay is just, it's just better. But the game as a whole is uh it's good you know it tells i won't get too far into it but it's worth it man and, and yeah i did wait long enough so i didn't have to deal with any of those bugs but uh yeah if you find yourself a downtime and got an itch for mass effect uh definitely i would check it out for sure but uh yeah so what else do we got we, we had uh we have an elden ring gameplay reveal which i Close my eyes, cover my ears, and look the other way. Um,
1: Man, I feel like it's worth watching, even <laughs> if you only watch the first five minutes, because we haven't seen jack shit about this game. Um, and I, I think that is a good cutoff point, because that's not much further did I cut it off, because they were about to show a boss fight, and that's where I shut it off. So I haven't actually seen the whole 15 minutes. Um, I've seen like the first seven and a half minutes. And I was locked in not that i'm not on horizon especially having a newborn um right around that time being on i think horizon's the 18th and then Elden ring is the 25th
0: yeah it's a week
1: later fuck me dude that game looks unbelievable like 2022 if all these games come out and they don't have huge technical issues like cyberpunk like, we're going to talk about another game that's probably coming out next year. We've got God of War, which, you know, I probably put that at a 50-50 chance now to come out in 2022, but Horizon, and who knows what else is going to actually come out next year, but it is shaping up to be like an unbelievable year, Um, like a, a 2011 type year, Uh with just both volume and quality, which is which is just insanely rare. and And after this year, you know, where we had a decent amount of games come out and they were all pretty decent, nothing truly spectacular. Um, I agree yeah, this week, looks fucking dope.
0: I feel like games, like the best games, they come in waves of alternating every other year so like you'll have an awesome year and then you'll have a really light year and then you'll have a a pretty good you'll have a good year and then you'll have a pretty light year then you have an amazing year like it's it comes in in waves and i feel like 2021 was definitely in the lower there was a lot of really good games a lot of games but 2021 was a year that i caught up on all the great games of 2020 and 2021 ended up being pretty good um and but yeah i mean there's so much but there was a time before all these big games were announced where it was kind of like, oh, man, like, is this the end of the, like, gaming? Like, what what else what coming? And then they started, okay, we got this, 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 and this. And then we got plenty of, like... Totally. That's you know we were just talking about Mass Effect and Dragon Age, uh Final Fantasy sixteen is still in the pipeline. Uh, God of War obviously a big one. Uh, Avowed, Fable four. Like there's still so much, and then things that you know new IPs. So the future is always always looking bright as far as gaming. It just seems like it always has about twenty four months of of, da- of not not necessarily downtime, but time in between those awesome years where it's like holy crap like am i ever gonna have time to play all these great games so i do i'm safe like as much as i'm ready to play those new big games like i I don't want to take for granted this easy time that i have right now in november december it's been been great to catch
1: (laughs) up and you know i think covid had a huge impact on that and looking at horizon specifically like february is not that far from 2021 and i know they had some issues where they shut down obviously like everything did and they got their work from home set up and then they opened back up and got back into the office and then like a couple weeks later they shut down again and they weren't like ready to go back to home because they thought they were like you know back to normal so their development was like they lost months and months of time like you know in i don't want to call it the crunch period because that's a bad word but like in clutch time on the game where you're polishing it and and getting it done so you know if if you bring back a couple months you know that game could launch in just three months earlier it would be november 2021 so a lot of those games got pushed due to extraneous circumstances but um yeah i mean i think you should watch the first couple minutes first five seven minutes just so we can talk about it a little bit more, even if it's off air, <laughs> but man, I, we have another friend that's a pretty big souls fan, um, who watched it as well. And, and we've been going back and forth all week. Like both of us are more excited for horizon or we're more excited for horizon. And both of us were like, fuck, do we wait? Do we play Dell ring first? Like, holy <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I love Miyazaki. I haven't played every souls born Sekiro game. I think I haven't played dark souls two, and I haven't played Sekiro, um, I'm waiting for it to go on sale on PlayStation because I want the trophies. Um, I own it on PC, but I'm just becoming it a was on sale.
0: More. It was on sale for like it was on sale or $40.
1: For $40. It's two it's almost three years old. Sell it to me for thirty dollars or less. I already bought it for sixty dollars. Like I know it's worth it. I know it was game of the year, but like I already paid for it. Just give it to me for thirty dollars on Black Friday. Digitally only. Fucking physical media nerds. The hell out of here! I'm not buying that shit, um, but yeah, very excited for it. Please watch that other Zach, and then we can talk about the first five minutes.
0: All um, uh, looks- right, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I mean, I know it's just basically—I say basically—like I know it's more than that, but like from what I know about it, is it's a giant open-world Dark Souls game. But like, <sighs> I mean,
1: is but it isn't, and.
0: Maybe there's, there's mounts. There's, you get gets mounts. Maybe. <laughs> like, so
1: again, you're correct, but the way in which they use those those tools are like so beautifully designed, and like that's like really at the end of the day, like what Miyazaki is best at is like just that the way the entire game like works with,
0: how do we see the entire the game in, in a five minute trailer though? Like, well, I'm saying that's
1: we, what I'm saying. That's like what his specialty is like with the other games that we've seen, like everything fits beautifully into
0: his design.
1: Right. Like, yeah.
0: I mean, I played Sekiro and, and Bloodborne so and it's, lot, I know, like, I know, yeah. I kind of know, to know what to expect. You,
1: but, like, but like, there's a, ma- there is mounts and you have a mount and there's an ability that the mount has to like leap up like a cliffside or something, but the way that they've implemented it is like, there's only certain spots in the game where you can do it. So it's not like just stupidly overpowered, making traversal, like a joke. There's like very distinct places Mm. where it can happen.
0: That's
2: like Um, secure
0: has the same thing. Like you can't, like you can use your grapple hook, but only on certain points. And they, and there's a lot of points. They they put little grapple points all over the place, but you can't just like it's not like like you see that mountain, you can climb that mountain. Like that's not how it is at all. And I it sounds like that's not the intention with this. Like they still, I mean, it's
1: it's definitely an open world, and it definitely is huge. Um, not too huge from what what they kind of what they explain in the trailer because there's like a narrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing that has me excited is like there's. S- not, not like a ton of reveal in terms of the story, but there's a lot of dialogue, if you will, a lot more dialogue than you would see in any Souls game um, mm-hmm. where it's just like a random shopkeeper who talks like every once in a while. Like you, yeah. th- there's an interaction with another character in the game, like the, the influence and the taking advantage of the fact that they got George Railroad Martin in there to like write the Bible for this game. Um, I think like they're definitely going to bring a, a bigger narrative focus instead of just being like, Hey, read this ring description. If you happen to find it on this ledge that you need to like perfectly roll off of and, and find this item that most people will never find to, to, to give you one tenth of this one part of the story, which is cool. And I love the Vati video videos on it, which, cause I'll never figure all that shit out, but like, it'll be cool to have a, more coherent narrative delivered to you, like more traditionally.
0: Um, That's cool. It's, I like how the Souls games in general have been evolving because a lot of that sounds like it's kind of following some of the precedents that was set with Sekiro. Because Sekiro has a very straightforward story. I mean, there's cutscenes, there's di- dialogue, and it's like, hey, this is the start of a story, this is the end of, end of a story, and there's stuff that takes you along it. So
1: when you're uh, I, when you're watching it, you'll definitely see it. it's base. It is definitely the culmination of like everything. That's all their ideas, and that's yeah. awesome.
0: I'll, uh, that's that that alone is exciting enough for me. Like I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll probably go watch the first few minutes or so. But I feel and like it's, because I have an idea of what they've because I know what they've made before and what they're going towards and what they've talked about what this game being. It's like okay, I I feel like I, I have enough of an idea. Well, that's why I kind of want to stay blind. So that way, the first time I do, you know get a mount i'm like oh shit there's mounts in this game like like i but yeah i'll watch the first few minutes we can talk about it um but yeah i'm looking forward to that i don't know how long horizon is gonna be
1: i I mean horizon one was pretty long
0: it was like 50 hours for the plat and about 30 for the regular playthrough what do we got on how long to be on average uh how long to beat horizon zero dawn uh estimates are showing yeah about 20 hours for the main story and then main plus extras around 45 Uh, i think it did take me right around that 50 hour mark for the platinum trophy um but yeah if it's going to be a bigger game then it's like looking at like the weeks it's like shit maybe i should play horizon
1: size i mean yeah horizon is the same size as the first one that's like horizon was a perfect
0: yeah any bigger than that and it's just too much and it's like i don't want a sandbox like i like these nice like intentionally made open world, like ghost of tsushima is another awesome example of open world yep. games that are big but like um in like yeah. made within they're made with intention like there's not just filler like there's not just like fields and fields and fields of just empty space just to have it like every part is like if you just happen to pass through it it's you're gonna find something Whereas, like, for example, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like, you can just go into empty space for, like, miles. Just to so like, oh, look how big this map is. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, it
1: feels, like, curated and intentional, like you said, as opposed to just big for the sake of being big. So, like, make the game yeah. you want, Gorilla. You guys have definitely earned the uh, the right to do that. But um, hopefully it's about the size of the first one. And
0: uh, Yeah, I'd be pretty happy with that and it's like all right let's say it is like 50 hour platinum trophy like do i wait to play that after elden ring and if i do wait like how long am i going to be waiting because how big is elden ring going to be like uh dark souls games plus you know sekiro Bloodborne, on average anywhere from 30 to 50 hours um not for platinum so it's like okay if elden ring is going to be significantly larger my guess is 60 to 80 hours which you know, based on how much I'm able to play, that's I mean, that's looking at like three or four weeks. Um, yeah. So, which I mean, it's not a huge deal because I don't think March has anything really coming. So not it's not yet. like. Um, because if we did want to do reviews for these two games, obviously the smart thing would be divide and conquer. So one of us pick one each, and we just you know commit to it. Um, because that sucks. I mean, when we had to do well, not when, not when we had to, but like giving yourself only seven days to try and play a game as much as you can and review it and create the video is a lot. Yeah, so.
1: I mean, I'm going to be playing significantly less games at that point, so I don't know what, what we'll do at that point. But I, there's nothing in March or April, I think, that outside okay. of Project Triangle Strategy in March, which is something. Actually, the Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is coming out. Uh, March eighteenth. Chaos,
0: chaos. Must chaos.
1: kill chaos. Yeah, I'm not interested in that at all. But, um, I played Project the demo Strategy, and hated and other it. Other than that, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which I don't give a fuck about. But, um, I mean, Octopath Traveler is still on my backlog, and I don't really play tac- tactics games, so I don't know that triangle strategy as as dope as this art style is um is gonna be for me hmm. especially upon release maybe something i hit up down the road when nothing else there's nothing else coming out next year right now no dates <laughs> for anything between um uh, <laughs> april when stalker 2 comes out and starfield um in november mm-hmm. so there's going to be quite a gap to fill and and who knows what we'll well, there's get, a lot uh, to, there's
0: a lot that's uh, to be announced as far as release dates but yeah there's a lot of 2022 comes,
1: games that need dates, well, but yeah but uh another uh, game that might be coming out next year is hogwarts legacy some another game that we don't really know a ton about um i we basically had it teased <laughs> for us once out and then a leak uh, but the Warner Bros. said that it's launching after the next Fantastic Beast movie, which is due out in, hmm. in April of 2022, and hmm. uh, it should be coming out to follow that up later next year. I know that it was supposed to actually come out this year, and they delayed it, so next year doesn't seem too far. I away, actually
0: but. haven't watched any footage of it. I don't know what it what it's what it's all about. I, obviously, it's Hogwarts theme, but like gameplay wise, yeah. like I don't I don't know what this game is. Um, <laughs> know is that it's set like a couple hundred
1: years before or maybe a hundred years or a significant amount of time before like the events of harry potter um and it's like an open i don't know if open world is such a weird term based on how we were using it before like it's not an open world ubisoft game but it's like an open world Open map where you're you going to be yeah, open map. You're going to have Hogwarts. You're going to have like the forbidden forest, the Hogsmeade village that you can go through. Like you'll learn to cast yeah. spells. There'll be beasts in the game. Um, and I've, the only other thing is that your character so, is customizable and there'll be some type of morality system. So um, it'll probably come out next year.
0: Um, Are you following that? I'm not like, I know you were like, I, for, for me, Harry Potter was one of those things that like, I read the first three books uh, three and a half books and uh, i watched all the movies and that was it like i was never a huge huge harry potter fan not because i wasn't interested i just didn't get into it as much as a lot of other people and i think like when i see this title like on upcoming games i'm like is this like the jedi fallen order to the to the, to the harry potter fans out there because yeah definitely Is if because um, if it is like okay man, i mean i might like it if the game is obviously i'll not opposed to trying, I, like, I don't look at Harry Potter and I'm like, ew, gross, but uh Yeah,
1: I think the dev, like it's Avalanche Software Um, they don't have, like a track record of, like making games like this like, they've made some good games over the years, they've made their, their developed list on Wikipedia is, like, kind of some random ass shit, like, there's fucking Toy Story 3, um there's <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Sagas, like, there's Tack and the Power of Juju, there's Disney infinity 3.0. Um, so we'll see if they can handle it. Um, hmm. I think it's got a lot of potential. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I've read all the books like dozens of times. I haven't read them in over a decade, but I used to read them a ton as a kid, like growing up. Um, so we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I'm cautiously optimistic, but we really haven't seen much. I don't want to see any more until it's here. Um, and then we'll play it. I bet you it's probably um, like a fall type game would be a good time to release it like September, October. Hmm. Keep it away from something huge like a God of War and and let it let it ride. And the only other thing I included on the news is just kind of a small note that I thought was really interesting. I don't know. Um, obviously Forza Horizon 5 is about to come out for Game Pass uh, members and anyone who didn't pay for the premium subscription. Uh, upgrade. So there's a premium edition for the game, basically, and if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you can buy it for 45 bucks. That allowed you to play the game starting on the fourth uh, of November last week. And the thing that I found interesting is it has already almost a million players. So a million people have played, paid at least 45 dollars, if not 99 dollars, just for the special edition version to play it starting last week, which is. Kind of shocking, right? Even I'd though it's a- going
0: to be included in Game Pass like this week? Is like, that- yep. So they paid $50 to play it early and when they would have gotten it for the same cost as their subscription fee?
1: Yes. So they either did that, which is the minimum, which would be the $45, or they just paid for the special edition $100. They just, they just bought well, it. They you straight don't.
0: up. <laughs> okay. Not huh. bought
1: it. They bought the special edition, which is a $100. Uh, but it's 45 if you're a Game Pass member. But yeah, this game comes out uh, tomorrow. For everyone else, for, um, and there's already, Pass, there's already a million. But there's almost a million people who've played it, which I thought was kind of nuts. You know, we hear about Game Pass every fucking day. It feels like, and you know, it is it helping games? Is it hurting games? And a Microsoft um, even, s- Studios exclusive game sells almost a million copies ahead of its Game Pass launch.
0: Yeah, I think I think Game Pass is helping their titles uh, tremendously like they I think I oh, it was a, Phil's a saying I saw an article, you know, a few months ago, you know, they're like, oh, how are you making games and stuff? And or how, they're saying their sales have gone up because people are playing these games, they're realizing they like it and they want to own it. Because basically, I think there's a lot of people that will buy one month of Game Pass just to try games out. Almost like they want to rent games like we used to back at Blockbuster. So okay. they will bu- they'll buy a month of Game Pass to play X, Y, Z, and then they'll say, "Okay, cool. I liked this, this, and this. I'm going to buy those so that I can just play those and not pay monthly fees." Um, well, if-
1: which I think. You're definitely right. Obviously, there's evidence to support that. And, you know, for them, this is a first-party game, so it's just getting it into more people's hands. So, and, you know, Microsoft or Xbox has Microsoft's money behind it, right? And Microsoft, as a company, shits on PlayStation, PlayStation and Nintendo many times over combined. So they can afford to take a loss while they build this thing up, and I think they are still losing money on it even though they have 23 million subscribers, but pretty good news to sell almost a million copies just for some a couple extra days of access for really no reason other than that. So maybe that'll bode well for, for other games in the future. But where I think but it, it does hurt them is third-party sales. Um, something like 85 or 90% of ga- Guardians of the Galaxy sales are on PlayStation. Uh, no one's playing it on Xbox.
0: Dang, um, that's surprising because there's no like avengers. exclusive con- it's not like like avengers nope. they had you know when that when that was being announced they're like oh you can only play spider-man, Spider-Man is
1: still in the game
0: it's coming next uh in a we couple month, of weeks which is one of the reasons i was i chose well i saw obviously the sale and i was like oh cool and also i'm gonna have spider-man like added to this roster so that'll be cool right. um but yeah so uh i lost my train of thought there like Xbox so yeah,
1: no exclusive content for Guardians There's people are just playing it on PlayStation. Now there's I, way more PlayStations but um 90% like people like are you training your your customers to just wait for things to come to Game Pass and stop mm-hmm. buying games cuz this game will come to Game Pass 100% whether it's
0: Square Enix uh that's the other two
1: Tomb-
0: are the, is Tomb Raider and Deus Ex on there? I feel like they are. I don't know. I am almost certain that they are um, because if, they, if it's if... Not
1: like Marvel games controls where this goes, not um, square Enix
0: and yeah. And I think uh, Marvel's Avengers, Avengers is also on game pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be this year. It may not be even the first six months of next year, but it will be on game pass and it will be on PS plus like that's yeah. clearly what Marvel's like MO. Um, yeah.
0: I don't think it'll be a, playstation plus freebie but i I can see it being added to playstation Now. now sorry yeah man i feel like playstation now is actually i mean obviously it has a long 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 way to go to compete with game pass but i feel like it's you know before it had like kind of a bad reputation of being like a really poor service but man i look at their library every now and then because it's always in like my crossbar and if i didn't own a lot of these games already it would actually be a pretty legit uh, uh service as far as having playstation exclusives on so i think it's come. i think it's from what i understand is it's come a long way almost all their games except for ps3 games are downloadable so if you're gonna right. if you're gonna have ps now and want to play ps4 uh ps2 games and some ps3 games like you download them and they run native so it's like it's getting better and obviously i know the infrastructure with the playstation 3 is what made it difficult for them to be downloaded and backwards compatible but yeah i feel like it's come a long way and if
1: and then they also for ps5 owners had the the playstation plus collection which something that that uh colin moriarty's made the point of on sacred symbols is like and it's true like Xbox doesn't have any games yet. They have the studios, they have the talent now. Games will come most likely. Forza is a big hit. Halo looks to be a big hit, but up until this point they really don't have any games. That's and my those problem with 20 Xbox games that they offer for free for PlayStation 5 users. Go find 20 games that are that good on on Xbox Game Pass. That's you been
0: my know. problem with Xbox for years, for the last 15 years is like okay, I can count on oh, one boy. hand all-
1: Oh, fifteen. 15
0: well how uh, yeah the last yeah. for sure but i mean okay so xbox 360 how many years ago did that launch uh i don't know oh five okay so that was a little bit of a stretch T- what 12 years
1: 13 for sure when the xbox one came out um
0: even xbox but- 360 i had a hard time getting into the xbox because it's like okay Halo, obviously, Gears of War, Fable. Uh, If I was a racing guy, Forza. What else? I got one more finger.
2: (laughs) Halo,
1: Forza, Dead or Alive. uh, Dead or Alive? No. Crackdown, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden was on both. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 2 is Xbox
2: exclusive, according to this list. No,
0: it's, it's called Sigma on PlayStation.
2: um wars
1: banjo that's Kazooie, all the same franchise odyssey y- you get my
0: point though like i'm just
1: looking at the, the highest rated xbox 360 games just reading them off i don't know i haven't played most of these because they're not so actually
0: i'll tell you what though uh back uh well mass effect 1 in 2007 I had an Xbox yeah, 360, it, and that was like, man. oh wow, like this is why I have an Xbox because <laughs> this game is really, really cool. Uh, and that's when I was playing Fable two and Halo three at the time. So it's like, but
1: anyway, yeah. that's that's not here hero I mean, there. Yeah, like this, just, this, they just don't have a ton of games. Like it's clear that PlayStation and Nintendo have way more games and better. And games. it's
0: and the margin has only gotten bigger in the last ten years. Like it's like they've Xbox has gotten less and less exclusives, and PlayStation has gotten more and more.
1: And it's, Nintendo's just continued to pump out success yeah, too. I don't know Nintendo, if you saw the Nintendo numbers, but Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is a port of a fucking Wii U game, it's a really good one and there's added content, but it's not a new game. It's from like 2014, has yeah. sold almost more copies than there are Xbox ones.
0: Yeah, and Nintendo it's Nintendo's going to do. million copies. It's I mean, it's I Nintendo. Have it. it's, uh, they're always going to do well. I they, yeah, they don't have like to make ex- these are like
1: exceptions like by far like mario kart and animal crossing are like almost at like a th- like one out of almost every half of switch owners own mario
0: kart like well, they too, with like nintendo is they don't what's what i find shocking is that they make so many games off the same ips without ever making new ip like when was the last time there was a new nintendo character like okay like we had like i don't know like what was the last sony exclusive Batum. that was um like a new playstation's like first party exclusive character uh just off the top of my head off the top of my head aloy from horizon right when was the last time nintendo made a new character that's been a hit as much as their you know zeldas and marios and you know metroids but that they are just making all these different games for and Mario parties and carts and using these characters added to add the roster. I think if you wanted to make the stretch, you could say um, uh, Fire Emblem. They kind of because that's a series that's been. I mean, it's been a series that's been going on for a long time. But like, as far as iconic characters and games that are like, oh, this is a new game, a new IP from Nintendo.
2: I don't mean, know. These, I these don't know
1: p- that there are any new IP on Switch that are. I don't think there really are really that impactful, maybe Splatoon. Um but yeah. Nothing Thank else you. from Nintendo and but I mean there are some new IP that are exclusive to the Switch and things like that. But I think also now it's Splatoon too, so it's not it's not new. But also to their credit, like how do they keep making games of the same IP that are know.
0: so good? I don't know I, they've they have like a golden bar that's like hey we will not make this if it is not fantastic like i don't know they they've they've got their standards over there are their something else levels
1: are unbelievable but to put something in perspective for you here real quick um so 38 and a half million units of mario kart sold best-selling playstation 4 game exclusive Any guesses at what that was?
0: PlayStation 4 exclusive. Uh, Spider-Man?
1: It was not. It is God of War at 19.5 million units.
0: So, like, half. Half. (laughs) So, half. That's crazy.
1: Uh, And then, from there, Uncharted 4, 16, Marvel Spider-Man, 13, um, Horizon, 10 million, Last of Us Remastered, 10 million, Ghost of Tsushima, the
0: half. I thought Spider Man set some kind of record, but I I must have got it mixed up, but
1: I uh I think God of War burned a lot longer because people were like, Holy fuck. Now I think the Last of Us, um if you include the remastered in the PS3 version is their best selling game ever. Um, but just on the PS4, the Last of Us Remastered sold an additional ten million copies. Mm. Um but, I mean, that's why they're bringing these games to PC is because they're tapping a whole other market. So, you know, God of War could easily sell another couple million copies on PC, especially if the port's better than Horizon. And Horizon still did awesome on I'm PC, gonna buy according it. to Sony.
2: I'm going to buy it I mean, it I might
1: if I upgrade my rig. Funnily <laughs> enough, as much as, as much as I've been talking shit about... Um, uh, PCs I was dicking around on PC part picker earlier today and Whoa. fuck it is expensive um, and I also really regret not pulling the trigger on the 3080 TI or not 3080 TI excuse me 3080 at the Best Buy up the highway from me they had one in August and I was like man you know do I really want to buy everything else yes I should have bought it or I should have <laughs> just bought it and sold it because I could have sold it for like $1,500 and it was retail it was like $699 um, but, uh, yeah, I was taking around there, but I'm not going to buy it on PC unless I have a better rig. Cause my rig is five years old now and it's starting to be a little show outdated, it. starting to show, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not a, not a huge news week. Um, not a whole lot going on. I don't expect a lot of big news for the rest of the year, honestly. So we'll probably flesh out some other topics on the podcast, get a little bit more into some different things as we continue to play games and, and cross things off the backlog and, Work on different projects, but uh, topic of the show, sequels. I wrote a few things down here to kind of just like guide us through this conversation.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I had this idea really
1: in any order, but yeah, take it away.
0: Uh, yeah, just we were brainstorming ideas earlier this week. You know, what do we want our next episode to be? And it was sequels. And um, I didn't really write down too much more of what, like, in particular, but I think what I said was like, like in gaming what do we expect from a sequel and what do we see in sequels that really like whoa this rose the bar like i think one game that we always refer to is like 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 a sequel that raised the bar is obviously assassin's creed 2 from assassin's creed 1 um arkham city from arkham asylum um those are our two like go to you know whoa, that's that's like that's like a serious jump um in
2: terms well, of...
1: I would actually refute that because I've replayed Arkham Asylum twice uh, since finishing Arkham City, so I've played Arkham Asylum three times. And it's a jump in terms of scale. Like, they made a bigger believable world that was just as good as the world on Asylum, but Asylum is is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, like Asylum's great. I've played it. It's like a a splitting hairs between I think. them. Um, I don't feel like it's that big of a leap. Definitely not fair to put it, not fair to Rocksteady to put that in the, uh, on Assassin's Creed one to Assassin's Creed two. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll replace it with one, uh, Mass Effect two from Mass Effect one. Yeah, it is a upgrade in every single way. And I love Mass Effect one and I've only finished the legendary edition. I've played, mass effect one for probably five or six hours on ps3 when it came to ps3 in like 2013 but mass effect 2 is superior in every way
0: yeah that's another uh, one so that had a huge significantly. um i want to say oh darn it i was just thinking about it uh before you said once you said mass effect i
2: lost my train of thought um, no, you're good. oh that's gonna drive me nuts Mm. but
0: like what is it so much about these sequels that like we say it's better in every way but i feel like there's it's more than that like there's well, a lot of
1: one to be uncharted 2 from uncharted 1 uh, not that's what i was just thinking yeah uncharted 1 or uncharted 2. i'm going to be making but that'll be a talking point what will be that how much better uncharted 2 and 3 are than uncharted 1 and i think what it kind of boils down to is one, it's very difficult to make new i p right um now the other part is like so much of that, and this really kind of was was shown through mass effect is like there's so much work that and foundation that needs to be laid um like they built an entire universe, like a functioning galaxy lore, hundreds of years of backstory, races, politics, governments, planets. Like all this, sh- not shit, but just shit had to be built mm-hmm. and like created and tested and proven. And then they finally got the game out, and they're like, "Oh, thank God! Now we can actually make this better, right?" Yeah. Fuck Mako. Let's let's put more into the crew, bigger crew. Better story, like as good as the writing is in Mass Effect 1, like the writing is better in Mass Effect 2, like they can invest all of that time and energy that they put into creating this concept, and this is part of the reason why I'm so excited for Horizon, um, is like so much work had to be done to get the first one off the ground that like... When they're putting in work into the second game like all of the hardest some most of the hardest work is done like has the been creative work
0: is done but now it's all improvement or not all yeah. but it's you can put more effort because when you can't i, I get what you're saying there like you can't improve right, something
1: when you're just making how something we make these machines work for horizon 2 like they can just put more into gameplay they can put more into the narrative they can like they don't have to spend five years trying to get to figure out how to make the thunder jaw work which is what they did the first time or they don't have to spend five years or three years back in ps3 days writing the the entire bible for the mass effect world or they don't have to spend they don't have to go okay we just made jack and dexter 3 like how do we make a realistic indiana jones type game hmm. you know all these things like or assassin's creed like there was nothing like assassin's creed um, there were stealth games, but there was nothing like Assassin's yeah. Creed, like huge open environments.
0: Open? Uh, yeah, there was nothing like Assassin's Creed, but a lot of Assassin's Creed influence came from Prince of Persia, which, and honestly, it actually took a lot away from Prince of Persia because Prince of Persia had way better combat, way better platforming. It was, uh, and obviously it was linear, so it could be a tighter, more focused, like, hey, this is how you platform from this place to this place. Whereas Assassin's Creed was like, hey, you can get there any which way you want, but you're just going to parkour your way. No matter which way, it's like, you're going to kind of, you're going to figure out your own way because there's only a handful of ways you can do it. Whereas Prince right. Pers is like, hey, there is only one way to do this and you have to do it right. Um, But yeah, like Assassin's Creed, like it, I, I get what you're saying. And, and it has that same kind of like, hey, we got to create this universe and this gameplay. And then it was all about improving from there. So, and I think, you know when we look at these sequels like assassins creed uncharted mass effect and stuff it's like a lot of these games well i say a lot of them but like some games i feel like when they go on for too many sequels like you got me thinking about assassins creed now it's like hmm. at, at at what point do they do they reach that limit and say you know what this is as good as it gets let's let's start yeah. something new you kind of feel got like that's
1: one a to quit and i think that's something that a lot of franchises be it movies be it tv don't know what to do and and you know respecting something like and that's something they do a lot in british television for whatever reason is they they they'll stop something early as opposed to beating it into the ground right like the office is only two seasons uh sherlock holmes if you haven't watched that uh or it's called sherlock but uh with benedict cumberbatch and martin freeman as watson Mm -hmm. um great great series it's only four seasons and one of the episodes i'm pretty sure or one of the seasons is only like one episode i think but um
0: that's that's interesting that you pointed out that it's it's like a british kind of trend to not beat things with, like you know you know to beat a dead horse and stuff like that but it's like
1: oh american know, I'll, culture I'll, definitely wants to ride yeah the ground. i
0: was just gonna say like that's very like very much like hey let's get let's like let's it's like value minded like hey let's get the most for as little as possible
1: well yeah look what's happening with star wars and like like star wars like now they're making quality content but like they're just trying to get in star wars like as many things as as possible like in front of your face as possible like they just made a whole trilogy like with no fucking plan whatsoever
0: yeah like hey Um, people want lightsabers give them lightsabers uh we don't have a story just use the old one (laughs) just use the old one just
1: just new hope and slap some 2015 graphics on it
0: <laughs> yeah that was like kind yeah, of the I mean, conundrum we were in last last generation a lot was like oh remastered oh hd remastered like man you're killing us with this like just
1: <laughs> there was a couple a few too many some of them better than others some of them deserved it some of them didn't not everything can get the final fantasy 7 remake treatment i get that but a lot of things need it um if you truly want to do it justice but uh, yeah. um but speaking of uh, those kinds of sequels kind of ties in with like we've kind of talked about our favorites have kind of come up Um, uh, what would you say your favorite sequel is favorite sequel doesn't mean doesn't have to be you know I kind of I know I kind of struck out Arkham City as like a big leap not that it's not amazing and not that it's not better than arkham asylum potentially but it's it wasn't didn't quite have the leap like what would be your favorite sequel whether it's a big leap or whether it's not as
0: big just just any sequel like any second entry that's a tough one uh mass effect 2 is the first one that comes to mind um i'm Mm -hmm. gonna i'm gonna take a quick gander at my at my library here what it says here purchase what do i have on here um, well, it's a shame I can't use any Final Fantasy because they go back forever. <laughs> uh last well, f- Two. Well, no, because I got into Final Fantasy with Final Fantasy 10 and uh, then course. went to tw- and then I went to 12, obviously because 11 was online, and then I went back and played old, like, I don't know, I was all over the place with that. Um, best my favorite sequels. Do you have one already in your in your mind? I do struggle.
1: Um, I guess maybe making you pick one is is kind of cheap, um, but one that we haven't talked about that's definitely up there is Bioshock Infinite. Um, mm. As amazing as Bioshock is, an all time game like Bioshock Infinite is is right up there.
2: Favorite sequels. Last uh, of Us
0: Part Two comes to mind. I want to say, like as far as favorite like, which games, like, really elevated, like, a lot of what I thought was, and I feel, I feel lame using this one, because it was something I talked about on our last episode. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> it did everything, okay. everything, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 was this basic, like, action-adventure, you know, you have three, like, very basic, and then, like, it just took everything about that game and cranked it up to 11, including the bizarre story, Um, but... I don't know, that one stands out to me. Mass Effect man, I want to say Mass Effect 2 has got to be my favorite sequel. Um, because that I
1: was I think that's uh, probably it for me.
0: Uh because that was one of the you know, games in that, you know, when I first started getting into games where I was like truly anticipating the sequel, like big time. Because I, I remember playing the first one on Xbox and then like seeing the announcement for it and being like, Oh snap like there's more to this multi-faceted story that i got to create um yeah probably mass effect 2 i think that was probably there's a lot of great sequels that i've played like you mentioned last of us uh, red dead 2 and stuff but like favorite yeah it's got to be mass effect um i really enjoyed arkham city but no mass effect 2's got to take the crown for my favorite sequel
1: So what's funny is when you mentioned our last episode, not to bring up again, but Pokemon Silver. Pokemon Silver and Gold, man. (laughs) That's funny. The the entire first game is in that game, and then you fight yourself at the end of it, and just like this silent, well, silent, but like no dialogue battle. Like you're just like... You're creeping around exploring this mountain called Mount Silver after you've beaten the game, after you've beaten the Elite Four, after you've got all eight badges in Kanto, and you're like, huh, I just defeated Blue, who was my rival in the first game. Like, I wonder if Red's somewhere. And then you get all eight badges. You're like, nah. You go up to Mount Silver, you get to the top, and who is standing there but you? (laughs) All of the signature Pokemon that you had in the first game way higher level than anything you would have unless you knew that fight was there and i i don't think my head's ever been as exploded as that moment so (laughs) but mass effect 2 i think probably takes it
0: yeah it's it's definitely yeah now especially since i hopped on that sale and you're talking about playing mass effect 2 I, no i have to finish Deathloop. i've been i've been having so many bad habits nope just play for, Deathloop. loop finish years. it years i know i need to i told and myself I mean, mass effect will always be there i know and i've beaten mass effect two probably four or five times now so it's i it's fine and i've beaten mass effect one uh you know what i think i've beaten one the most and then the further i get i've played less because i always restart the whole trilogy every time i play it um and then i putter out after two uh or halfway through it at least but i always finish one and i either finish two or almost finish two and then i start three and never finish three um but obviously the first time i finished three um but yeah the fact that i've replayed mass effect trilogies and 2, so to speak. So many times I think speaks for why it's my favorite sequel. Um but while we're talking about sequels before we wrap up, when we what would you say is the most anticipated sequel that you have of a game that, that might not even be. So we know God of War 2 is announced. But what's your most yeah. anticipated what's your most anticipated like okay, let me rephrase the question. What is a game that you hope gets a sequel for? and what do you hope to see in that because we know we're getting god of war we already have high hopes high expectations but like what is it ip that's like man i hope this game gets a sequel and i hope it does this this and this and that would be awesome
1: Hmm. so game that isn't getting a sequel because
0: maybe not isn't but we just it just hasn't been announced yet you know
1: Right, like a game that I know I don't know is getting a sequel. So like this isn't necessarily what my answer would be, but like Jedi Fallen Order doesn't have a sequel announced, but like they've also said that they're working on a sequel. Like it's pretty obvious. So like that that would be a a situation in where that game is ruled out. Okay. Um. Fuck, man, this one's difficult because like all of the ones that I'm most excited about are the same ones that everyone's most excited about. So like God of War Two, Horizon Two, Breath of the Wild Two. Basically, that 2017-2018 starter pack right there. Um, Is there one that comes to mind for you?
0: Uh, Right off the bat? um, Yes, uh, I was just looking at it. Oh, uh, Bloodborne. I would love, love, love a Bloodborne sequel. Uh, Mainly just because it's the world. Uh, I know Elden Ring is going to scratch that itch, but I don't know what it was about Bloodborne that I thought was so cool well you know what maybe that's maybe i don't want maybe i take that back i don't want a sequel for bloodborne i like bloodborne for so much of what it is i'm fine with just letting that be that one experience that one time where i went to this gothic so here's the thing nightmare
1: bloodborne is getting a sequel
0: i think yeah it's been rumored for a long
1: time Colin Moriarty has basically straight-up reported it, that Bluepoint is making, is uh, porting Bloodborne to the PS5, getting a PS5 upgrade, and then making um, Bloodborne 2. So, I mean, that game's getting a sequel, most likely, but um, I would say Bloodborne, but I would actually rather have a Demon Souls sequel than Bloodborne.
0: See, I feel like Dark Souls was that sequel. Like I feel like we it already have is, that sequel.
1: it's not the same world, right? Like the Demon Souls world was like super interesting and like a little bit easier to understand. I
0: said, uh, yeah. I understand. It was its soul successor, but uh, let me take a look at the old library here. Actually, uh,
1: you know what? I've got I've got an answer for you. What you got? Mass Effect Dread. Mass Effect, fucking Metroid what? Dread. What? Metroid Dread needs a sequel. A sequel, as in like a, it, like a 2D follow Metroid up? Game. I don't know if they could follow up the narrative. Like all of the Metroid games are definitely, there is a story, they're connected. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say it's pretty, it's not super imperative. Um, but um, Metroid Dread should get a sequel.
0: i uh, think i think they will make another 2d metroid it's just a matter it's not a matter of if it's when and it could be i mean it's been what 20 years since metroid fusion so it could be a long time but um
1: it'll be as long um i'm excited this month for the next couple weeks for the numbers to come out on metroid um because the the initial data was really strong for sales Um, but the problem is all, most of the games that I'm looking at, um, or that I'm, that are coming to mind either have sequels or I do not want one like last of us part two. Now in Neil, in Dr. Uckman, we trust. Um, but I don't necessarily want one just like I didn't want a sequel to to the last of us part, part one, but yeah, I can't, I can't really think of anything that I want a sequel for that isn't already getting one outside of Metroid dread.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think recently, like what comes to mind for recent is I hope Kana, bridge of spirits gets a sequel uh, because, it, because it has so much potential because it did so much, right. And it just, it wasn't missing things. Like it wasn't, it, it didn't really do a whole lot wrong. I think it's just, it just had so much it has so much sequel potential like they could add so many more weapons and abilities and skill trees in a bigger world and they could do they, they, so they much could really more make with a, it.
1: a special game if they, think, if they get the chance to make a sequel with yeah, it. if
0: with they Marvel. have a sequel for that i i think that could be one of those games it's like whoa they, they stepped it up like they went from you know they went to the next level with it so But yeah, that's uh, yeah, I mean, most games get sequels now, and if they don't get sequels, they get uh, spiritual successors. So, um, I know there are games that have ended, but would like people want like reboots for, like you know, how like Mass Effect had Andromeda, um, right? I know that there's
1: there's, Bioshock coming,
0: yeah. I know that there's not no, but there is a demand for more Witcher stuff, but these are just they've
1: already said there'll be a Witcher 4
0: yeah so again it's not if it's when um but yeah sequels are an interesting thing and it's like i i hope that for my favorite games they don't beat them up too bad and they stop when they should and make new ips because new ips is what really drives a lot of the industry forward in terms of ideas god of war because is a
1: perfect a, example god of it, war ragnarok is the conclusion of the north saga they will Corey barlog is not the director he's working on a, a new project
0: does that does that scare you at all does that put any like to like do you ever think like man if he's not if he's not the director like could this could this be a bad thing
1: no because one there's no shortage of resources right he's still at the studio number two and I, i may have said this before but i have i listened to every single interview post release podcast that he did whether I had listened to that podcast show before or not. And like each time it was like 92%, the same thing that he said on the previous one. But there was like this little nugget that he would have in each one where he said something a little bit new. And I was just so hungry for information. (laughs) He basically said like they built out like the rest of the story already. Like they finished the story when they finished the first game. They just had so much to figure out technically with the first game. Kind of like what we talked about earlier which that took so much time for them and
0: yeah i get that
1: um i don't know i think Corey is obviously pretty special you know god of war one god of war reboot um god of war two so he's
0: hey speaking of awesome sequels got like the actual god of war two back on ps2 that was a awesome awesome sequel uh it was one of those games that it, it basically did everything right like the first game did everything right and it was like you said they just could they just cranked everything up everything like if it could be better they made it better uh god of war 2 man that,
1: i think and he he's a producer on the game he's just not the creative director so he's yeah.
0: involved those old school i say old school but like those older like hack and slash games that they don't really make anymore like they're that that trilogy was special like god of war 3 on ps3 when that came out was like 2010 uh that was awesome like i it was so like they it was like the that was the peak of when games were like set piece moments like we got to make these scenes over the top we got to do quick time events that make you like on the edge of your seat and that was that was a good time <laughs> i don't know yeah. where i was going with that but i really enjoyed those
1: no god of the god of war trilogy was awesome uh the first the first three games and god of war 2 is definitely a big step up over god of war 1 uh a little but fun it's funny fact. how those Go ahead. I was gonna say Corey Barlog, cinematics director for 2013's Tomb Raider over at Crystal Dynamics.
2: Hmm.
0: That's Did not that, that was a good reboot. I really enjoyed those. I didn't. I never ended up playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I haven't. Falling off a fucking cliff. Is it bad? <laughs> it's bad. I don't know. I don't. I actually have no idea. Oh, um, when you said that, I, you were saying like I like this is I where the game just was just and really it then
1: it dropped they fucked themselves by releasing uh rise of the tomb raider exclusive for xbox for an entire
0: year like well that was the battle like when when they weren't going to have exclusives they were like okay well if we're not going to make exclusives games we'll just buy the rights so that you have to have them here first
1: oh good idea for xbox terrible idea for square enix like yeah. rise of the tomb raider Bombed in terms of sales, like because a full year nobody gave a fuck about that game when it came out, and then which full- is a shame
0: because it was a great game, it was an
1: awesome yeah, game, awesome, great sequel, not as good as some of those you mentioned, but great sequel. And then, Shadow of the Tomb Raider by the time that came out, I not only did I play both uh, Tomb Raider games, but my wife, who never plays games, played both of those games and neither of us gave a flying fuck about shadow of the tomb raider when i came out like it was just i don't know i feel like it was a great for the first two games and then all of that uh, momentum was just gone by the time they released shadow of the tomb raider and there wasn't even
0: that much time between games like yeah i wonder why that was like i wonder like what 15 and then 2018 like was there just know. other stuff coming out? Like, because I feel like I enjoyed the first two so much. Is like I should have been excited about that entry, but for some reason, I'm like, I'm with you. Like, I it came, I was like, oh, there it is, and okay, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna play that. <laughs> like, so
1: it has a 75 Metacritic score on on PS4 um, versus 88 for Rise of the Tomb Raider, and. Mm what is it for this one? And 87 for the first game. So it's 10 points lower. It's probably, it's not as good. Um, I think, I don't know, man, I feel like it's just not, like I said, I think they just shot themselves in the foot with releasing rise of the Tomb Raider exclusive to Xbox and Hmm. they weren't selling Xboxes and all the people on PS4 moved on and uncharted four came out and, yeah, kind of got your there there and, and people moved on but
0: cool well i guess uh that's about all i got for sequels i know that uh i don't really think reboots count as sequels but we'll save that maybe we'll put that in our back pocket maybe talk about reboots and what kind of franchises we'd like to see rebooted in a future episode um but yeah so far just to wrap things up we uh I after this, I'm gonna go finish up that Guardians review. Uh, you still working? How are things coming on that Uncharted? Your Uncharted video is that going to be out soon, or what? What can you say about that? Is that?
1: I think we can just talk about the timing of when we it to come out relative to other projects, and then I'll just go ahead and finish it from there. Cool. <laughs> um, it's not something that I have a ton of work to do on. Um, everything's pretty much solidified. It's just kind of finishing it and then you know maybe if we need it for next week we could do that if we need it for the week after for that week of Thanksgiving we could do that but um, it's just kind of timing and then I can just get it done cool. um, so we'll get the Uncharted video out. we'll get the Guardians review out Halo Infinite's still coming in December we'll have content for that um, I did put a note here maybe a, I'm the more I play Dishonored the more I want to make something about like Dishonored vs. Deathloop or something that maybe we can just talk about in a in a spoiler cast, if if you ever end up finishing the game, if you don't end up playing Mass Effect again, but it's installing right now. I'm not I'm just gonna
2: god
0: damn it i've got the worst gaming habits and i need to fix it like i even told myself like i even wrote it like on a stick you know like don't start anything until you
1: finish what you started that loop is worth your time and we can make content on it so just we you know we can do what do you, you could have made
0: a review it came out like a month ago
1: Game, you need to finish it you'll understand why it's not if a I review game. like we could have uh-huh. made a review yes but like a spoiler cast is so much better all I want to do is talk about Deathloop with somebody who's actually finished it, and you haven't finished it. And my neighbor who plays a ton of games is a super cool guy, hasn't fucking finished it either. And I'm just sitting here alone, not able to talk <laughs> to anybody about this fucking game. Um, <laughs> and I need like I need like like a good hour, maybe seventy five minute, just right. spoiler cast on it. But other than we'll that, man, that, man, I man, am gonna so finish it so
0: uh, as soon as I finish the Guardians review. I will. That is the, my priority one game like if if i have downtime where i can play games uninterrupted like I'll, i will be playing Deathloop and i will finish that game next that is my next primary game i even named my like what like the order like i play i gotta like i have a primary game that i play like most when i spend most like when i have big chunks of time and then I've got, like, a second where it's like, oh, I don't have that much time, but I want to make some progress on it. And if I had more time, I would play, the, like, the primary game. And then I have, like, little passive games that I just play when I have, like, little windows, like I'm sitting in bed or I'm just sitting on the couch or I'm just kind of bullshitting around. But Yeah, definitely, you have a problem. I do, and I need to... games like that. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I compartmentalize everything. Like, everything has, like, I try and make time for everything as if I can make more time in a day, which I can't, but... Uh, anyway, Jeez. Deathloop. Deathloop is my next is my next game that I am going to focus most of my attention on. Um,
1: well, you either finish yeah, we'll,
0: it or you want. No, I, I'm gonna finish it for sure. So we'll do a spoiler cast for that. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of big games coming out, so we won't be doing a lot of reviews. Maybe we can get started on our game club once if we if we can decide on what what title we want to kind of work through that um but yeah i guess that kind of wraps up episode two here it's been a lot of fun it's uh been just under an hour and a half so pretty good on time did a little stuff on news a little catching up did a little bit on sequels so uh yeah for anyone that's listening we hope you enjoyed it we hope you come back next week for our our next episode our our third and uh we're not really sure what we're going to be talking about then, but if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, we'll, we'll be posting updates on there. So you'll, you'll have a heads up to know what we're going to be talking about when we're going to be sharing those uh, podcast episodes and what videos and whatnot, streaming schedules and all that stuff will all be out there. So uh, again, if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks again for watching us hit like down below, follow us so you can get notified for our upcoming content. Um, if you're watching us on Twitch, thanks again for watching us. Go ahead and follow us here because we're going to be streaming uh, apparently a, a slew of games uh, come in the next few weeks. Anything from Deathloop to Batman Arkham Origins to maybe some Dishonored. I don't know what we're going to be streaming. We're going to be streaming all kinds of stuff um, as often as we can. It is still an adjustment period for us as we are not professional streamers or as we are also. Uh, full-time other people like we have other lives so it's, it's hard to stream on a consistent schedule so uh but we will try and stay up to date as far as notifying when those uh, streams will be going live uh and if you're listening to us on a podcast thank you so much again for listening uh again you can find us on youtube at Z squared twitch.tv at z squared live And whatever podcast streaming service you're listening to us on, just go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, or whatever your function is uh, to continue listening to us for our next episode. So uh, that's all I got. If you got anything else, Zach, that's, uh, that's all I've got. So thanks again so much, guys.
1: Oh, man, that's it. Good second episode. Take care, guys. All right, see you later, man.